What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, J.H. Gibbons. And we'll see. And welcome to yet another episode of the Acromas Podcast, episode number 35. And we are still rolling 35 weeks straight, bringing you some of the greatest energy, some of the greatest gems and healthy habits that you can find anywhere on the internet. Man, if you are now coming here, if this is your first time joining this podcast, we got something for you. If you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, and hit that notification bell. Because the next time you come on YouTube and you see a new Acromas podcast episode, you guess what? You will be one of the first ones to know that it's there. Thank you. And further ado, it's free to do so. Yeah, free to subscribe, free to folks. Yeah, oh, we still we still been working with him on this. And for those of you that are new, this is something that Jay struggles with each week in building his healthy habits. So we're reminding him every single time. So I got to make sure I let you know, too. Doesn't make sense. I thought we were in America. Nothing's free. Well, this apparently is. So be sure to hit those buttons. Like, subscribe, guys. Follow our content if you believe and support it. Make sure to spread that out there to some people that you know mm-hmm. that you want to bring change and healthy habits into their life as well. Absolutely. Yeah. How was your week, man? Uh, first and foremost, I'm alive. Hey, so it's hey. what it needed to have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it definitely required part of last week's episode and confidence in myself and Mr. Beaver to function <laughs> like I've been doing. Take yeah, on tasks buddy. as it relates to work until other life events. Yeah, but uh, but it's, it's it's been it's been a long one. It has been. been. Look, one. you know what's funny? I was I was actually at work the other day. Um, just the other day, not any other day in the week, but just mm-hmm. that other day. <laughs> and what happened was, you know, of course, we're still in this sort of pandemic, COVID kind of thing. Yeah. And I was told to get on camera, and you know, I was looking at myself, but I couldn't see myself. I just saw a black, dark shadow and some white teeth. And so what happened was after the call, my, my boss was like, Jay, what's going on with the cam? You know, blah, blah, blah. People want to see your great shiny face and your bright smile and all that stuff. So I was like, hmm, that is really kin to my self-image because it seems like I was hiding away from people instead of really showing my face, showing what God blessed me with, showing this great smile and putting myself out there as I should. Mm. So man, what a lesson learned last week. It's funny, as you said a couple of weeks ago, Every single time we do an Acromas podcast, it's almost like we see the same things that we talk about come to fruition the next week. So yes. we're, we're literally speaking all of this into existence. And I'm sure I'm sure this week's episode isn't going to be any different. Oh, I agree, especially with the guests we're going to have coming on. So uh, I think without further ado, I'm excited. Let's get into it. Yo, into wow. It. So. Look, I met this gentleman a few years ago. It was through you. Yeah, I knew I know you guys work together. What a great man this guy is. Look, he he is from the DMV. He is an actor. He decided he's like, yo, I gotta take my love. I gotta take my passion for what I do on the road. I gotta go to a place where I know I'll be able to grow into what I want to do. So this gentleman has done exactly that. Yeah, he now has a podcast. It's called Just Some Film Guys. It's a great podcast. If you have not been able to hear it just yet, it's available on all platforms, including Apple Podcasts. He's also got this film festival movie that's that's really going around in all sorts of film festivals out there. And I was I did get a chance to see some clips of it. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to refrain from actually saying the name zombie and say actually living dead because I guess zombie is just not the right <laughs> word to use. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the Acromas Podcast is proud to be proud to present for episode 35, none other than Mr. Kevin Saunders. Kevin! 
What is this? Is, is. How's How everyone doing, doing today? We doing are fantastic. Doing How are you? Absolutely doing? fantastic. And welcome to episode 35 of the Acromas podcast. What a day it has been. Kevin, how has your day been? Well, my day has been busy here. As you can see in London, there's a lot of rain here and all sorts of good stuff there. So it's always raining here in London. So uh, now I'm, I'm, I'm messing around. Uh, I, I'm in Atlanta, uh, where it also rains a good bit too, which is kind of interesting. But uh, day's going well. Um, day's going very well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't complain. Very busy, but going very well, though. I hear How about you. y'all? How's y'all's day going? Yo, it has been it has been fantastic. It has been busy. It has been blessed. As you know, we are always busy. I know you are always busy. Yeah. We got schedules to keep. I know you do too. And like I said, <laughs> we are thankful that you were able to step foot into the Acromas podcast this oh, afternoon. Man. It's a blessing, man. So welcome. Oh, bless, blessings, man. I, thank y'all for having me on the show. I mean, I'm Absolutely. honored. Seriously. Absolutely. Look, <laughs> I I know a bit about Kevin. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. that our community knows a bit about Kevin because we've been promoting this stuff, we've been promoting this work, and been letting everybody Appreciate know that, that he's coming on. Yes. Absolutely, that's what we do with the Acromas Podcast. <laughs> you that. Needs to know your community. We right? showcase your talents. Yes. The world, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about Kevin. Where did Kevin start? Where did you Where did you find out who you were supposed to be? Yeah. Uh, well. Um, West Philadelphia, born and raised. Uh, the playground is typically where I spent most of my days. Facts. facts. Uh, chilling out, relaxing, and maxing all cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I would often shoot, you know, basketballs outside of my hood. Mm-hmm. Until, though, a couple of guys, they were up to no good and started Those making guys. trouble. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's, that's, that's um, Shout out Will to Smith. Will. Shout out to Will Smith. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> nah, so it's, it's kind of interesting. So, um, I've always wanted to, to act as a kid, um, but it was interesting because, you know, obviously the DMV area really isn't, that's not prominent for, for film. So um, the films that were there, of course, were like The Wire, when, especially around that age for myself. Um, and then later on was uh, House of Cards. And well, that ended because Kevin Spacey's weird. Um, so, uh, so, uh, had a conversation about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was, That's you know, oh, Man, that guy still is still hiding, else. I don't know, yeah, well, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no comment, um, but no, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's cool, because, like, I always wanted to act as a kid, but, um, I think as I grew older and things like that, life kind of was like, you know, always told you, you can't do that thing because it's not safe. You can't make sure you're this and not that and so on. So I kind of grew up with a insecurity, right? Where it's like, I always wanted to do it, but I never really attained it um, and never really pursued it per se. It was always like, there was kind of like that thing that was always over there. Um, so um, I don't, I don't want to talk too much but do, do you want to know i guess the full how it kind of came about this is all you. you brother yep okay um so it, it's kind of interesting so obviously went to high school and things like that was not in draw, involved in a uh, drama or anything like that but um what's interesting is that when i got to be in you know an adult uh i mean because obviously i i made like funny videos in college or in high school and stuff like that and um you know, it was kind of always something that I wanted to do, but it was never like, ah. So as I got older, it's, it just was a burning desire that kept burning, burning, burning. But it was always like, 
all right, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, but uh, this will be a backup. Like, this will just be a backup. You know, I'll kind of do it, but, you know, I need to have a job and yada, yada, yada. Um, the typical things that the world tells you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's it was interesting because uh, it was I, I did community college first. I did my two years at community college and then I transferred to University of Maryland. But um, while I was at community college, it was like at that time I was getting older you know, my perspective of school, I love learning, I love knowledge and things like that. But I just kind of saw the, uh, the hierarchy, the, the, the BS, the, the, you know, monopoly that mm. the United States education system is, so to speak. Mm. And um, I, I was kind of just getting frustrated with it or whatever. But I, basically going into college, I was like, I want to um, do psychology, because I always wanted to help people. And um, I felt that, I could do that and then acting on the side. Right. And so it's funny because I never, I, as I'm saying all these things, and as I'm wanting these things, I never actually actively did anything for acting. Like, I think I did like a play in my church when I was a kid, but I've always like was watching and studying and things like that, but I never actually did it. I never took the action to do anything. Mm -hmm. So uh, I got a shout out to my, uh, my old advisor, um, Monica Hutchins, who, um, I don't know if she intentionally did this. I, I got to ask her. I, I think she did, but um, there were, we were signing up for class and I was telling her kind of what I wanted to do and things like that. And I was like, well, it's kind of, you know, I don't really know. And so, because the older I got, you know, this is like in 18, 19, going on 19 now, I was kind of like, you know, I, I don't know if I really want this thing to be a side thing. Like, or mm -hmm. if it is a side thing, I kind of want to go equivalent. And then, you know, Will Smith saying like, you know, plan uh making a plan b only distracts from plan a and i'm hearing all these things yeah. and stuff Very so true. um first play i did um <laughs> it's kind of funny so i thought i was like kevin you're gonna get your feet wet so we're i'm in the office she was my advisor in college so we set my classes up and then i'm thinking okay i'll, I'll work behind the scenes first I'm, I'm gonna do behind the scenes first and then i'll figure out whatever and so lo and behold the next thing you know the class next class like yeah we're having auditions so i was like what? Oh, this is <laughs> me. Like for them over there, or like for me, you know. Um, and so everyone that took the class would do it. So this was a uh, was an ensemble cast. It was a, it was a very crazy play called Marat Side, um, where the inmates of uh, of an insane asylum put on a play for those who like the masses who want to come in and watch them. And long story short, the uh, the, at the end of it, like the the inmates revolt and like the, it ends in chaos, which is very crazy. It's a very crazy play. Um, but I had like kind of, some of, you know, some background kind of character in it. I had to keep the inmates in check. And after that point, it was it, it, the acting bug was it, the fire was lit and I, I went tenfold you know and and really it's kind of been going since then now i did finish college i did get my psychology degree because I, I made the promise to myself to do so um but i was like nah this is this is what i'm gonna do so i think it was my sophomore year where i was like i'll finish but yeah this is this is the uh the the goal here so so yeah wow, wow. and yeah. so how you know, I mean, there, there's a ton of people out here now. They have TikTok, they have IG, they have whatever, and they're, you know, they're put, they're putting their roles out there. They're yeah. doing what they want to do, and some of it hits. Others, it's like, man, don't quit your day job. But when yeah. did you, when did you realize that you really had a talent here? When did you fully realize that, man, acting is my thing. This is my calling. 
It's interesting. So as I was growing, even though I was not actually doing anything, um, I was still learning. I was priming myself, right? Now, I was always the class clown. I was always like, I was study stand-up and things. So when I was in class, I was always cracking jokes. I would hear certain things or think of certain stuff and I would use it in, in the classroom. So I was always like that, that kind of class clown guy. And I saw it, but didn't really see it per se. Um, but I, I will say, you know, when you step into a realm where you know of, but you don't really know, you know what I mean? Like I watched tons of me, I grew, grew up watching TV movies, things like that. I would watch actors and things, but until you're in it, you don't really know. So when I got in it, it was kind of like, oh shoot. But then it was like, nah, like I, 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 I want to, I, I don't feel like I per se belong here. Cause especially theater is very clickish, but I want to belong here. So it's like, you kind of do different things, but I think especially after my, my second play that I did um, where, you know, I had a way bigger role, you know, more time had passed. I think it was like a year had passed or so. And, um, uh, or maybe not even a whole year had passed. I think it was like that next, that summer we put it on. Um, and, you know, I got a bigger part and then I realized the, the, heftiness of that part and stuff and having to go through those life you know life lessons in a lot of different ways um after i got that part um i kind of taught me and i kind of saw and people's responses how i felt the different things and everything i was like oh i belong here now you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and i realized that it was different but i also realized after that point and i I don't want to get too much ahead of myself that was just having this conversation with someone else i am very blessed enough to have a level of talent that I've just had naturally, mm. but I've realized that even with that, when you kind of, I skill beats talent any day, any day, any day. I don't fear the man that, you know, can naturally jump and, you know, dunk like crazy. Right. I fear the man that goes out there and knees, ankles, you know, elbows are bleeding because he's been trying to work out and dunk that whole time. You know, because, you know, there's a certain level of work that you put in to be able to achieve that. And, um, yeah, I, I, I felt like there was a lot of talent and I realized that talent's going to take me but so far. And in most cases, and even even now, most cases, I think a lot of my talent can still take me far. But I want technique over talent, uh, skill over talent any day. So for some roles, I definitely feel like I can just naturally kind of be myself or whatever. But it's funny because those roles I don't even really want to do. They're like, oh, you're so funny. You want to like, you should do like funny comedy roles. And it's like that to me, not that it's easy because there's definitely a skill that's even within that. Right. Um, so mm-hmm. then I'm going to pay respect to that. But I want to play the roles that are so unlike myself that I it forces me like you got to be on your grind. You got to be on mm-hmm. your stuff, you know, yeah. when uh, when doing that. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So getting getting from the DMV down to Georgia did you did you feel like you had to make that move in order to to really hone in on your plan A definitely i when whenever there is there's a, a thing where you know i don't like being if you some people feel really comfortable being the, the big fish on, or big man on campus being a big fish in a small pond. I don't like that feeling because you can't grow. You know what I mean? You and actually yeah. like physically fish can't grow in a smaller, you know, container like that either. So I, 
I wanted to, it's funny because everything kept pointing me to, to, to Georgia, you know, mm. um, I looked at LA, looked at New York, you know, as, as you know, uh, uh, Will, like Josh, he went to New York, my boy, mm. Tony went to New York, uh, you know, and they, they made, you know, a name for themselves up there, but everything kept pointing me to Atlanta. And it's interesting because like, you know, now, like everyone's looking at Atlanta now after I've moved, I know people that went out to Atlanta and everyone's like, Oh crap, you know, yeah. and, but it's just everything pointed back there. So I did my research. That's the other thing too. A lot of people, you know, I can honestly and humbly say I did not do everything in my, my fullest abilities in Maryland um, before I left. I didn't, but I did do a lot there and I, I made the conscious decision on, and I knew what I needed to do to be prepped and ready before I moved wherever. Right. And I did my research before I came here. So when I left, it was like, I, it was never, even in college, it was never a question of if I was going. It was like, where, you know, mm. and everything kept pointing to Atlanta. I felt like God was calling me down here. Mm. And like so much so that, you know, I've been with my girl for seven years now. But before we even started dating, I'd said, look, here's where I want my life to go. Yeah. Um, I'd love for you to be a part of this. You know, and granted, we dated three and a half years before I actually left. But I was like, this is happening. So. I would love to be for you to be a part of the ride. And thankfully she is. Um, but, you know, I was like, this is something that I needed to do. So uh, that determination, you know, was something. And it's not it wasn't easy. Again, I left everybody. I, I, I my roommate who I live with here, I did film with at Maryland University, but I didn't necessarily have anybody here. You know, I, and I also have some family friends, but it's, I was coming here on my own, you know, and uh, it's never easy. But it was always something I felt like I had to do. So, so yeah. So I, I'll, I'll chime in on, I like chime in on this part. Yeah, uh, yeah, Kev, yeah. You know, Kev, we've known each other for even such a long time, man. Yeah. Like way back. <laughs> um, and uh, this is the one thing I could say <laughs> when I first met Kev was like, um, we were in our banking world, banking industry at that yeah. point. And um, Kev, Kev just exuded this, this, this thing that, you know, not everyone has this, mm. this, this light in them where when you walk into a place, you you captivate everyone around you just naturally you don't have to say a word and i and at that point i'd work with a lot of people and kev was one of those folks that i knew uh and i told him immediately we clicked immediately um yeah we did like immediately forever um so i mean well, we've been knowing each other since wait well, i don't know how long now but shit, like six seven years or so uh, i don't know it's been a long time it's, a long it's been time. a minute man yeah <laughs> and uh from day from day one you know we just we, we clicked we worked well um mm. And uh, I remember when he was, was when he told me, you know, that his career, his passion, what he was doing, what he was mm -hmm. into, and uh, it just shined through, and it made sense. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, that's you. That's, yeah, exactly that's right. who you are. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I can say. You never shied away from being you at all times. Um, you know, and just that showcasing through, and and it's infectious. Uh, I know it was infectious on me and my growth in that perspective and like uh even having the privilege of you know we were working there together then i you know i went elsewhere and then kev we kev went there as well at along, point. and yeah. uh, it was a beautiful time brother we had a lot of good times oh, the we, we, we were, we were uh, the, what they called road warriors or something like we were traveling warriors, a lot bro. Uh, yeah so, so many states so many places we, we oh, went together in that part Ooh, of our lives and that journey of good times uh, it was even better when we got to like partner up and go into the same states. Oh, stuff, bro! Just, you know, and then they weren't oh, ready. They weren't ready for us, man. We killed it. <laughs> we, we, we go. Um, 
We what we do, we literally drive to where we were, even yeah. if it's different another city. We would go to where yeah. we were so we can kick it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, you know, that was something that as, as Kev was saying about uh the process of like what his mm. goal was, right? Yeah. Was he 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 had, had been taking step stepping stones. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's one thing when you hear someone say that they want to perfect something, they want to work on it, but mm-hmm. when you get to actually see them in their craft, that was when I saw a different, a different cat. Like mm. I, I saw, a, a, I saw a different person mm. and it took for me to go to see him perform. Like, Kev, you remember, you, I don't know if you remember when I first yeah, saw you perform you and it, it was, it was, yeah. it was, uh, I remember that. it was total, total different from the cap I knew where it was like, I'm not saying it's because I know this person, mm. but man, you have a gift. And mm. from that moment, I, I've, I, I, even before then I support it, but like, I was like, Hey, you do have a talent. And I say all this to say this, that there's a whole other side to this journey that I want to make sure the audience and everyone out there recognize where Kev was in a very comfortable position. He had opportunities. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, good financial stability. Mm -hmm. So it's important to realize that you may have all those things, but if you're not living your true self, your best self, you're holding yourself back. And um, as Kev, Kev spoke in different parts of it, like I, I, I was there where he made that transition. I remember the conversation when he told me it was time. He mm. knew it was time. He had options to go other places, but he made he he said his 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 parents where he chose to be and knew what he was sacrificing to go out there wow. to 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 live his live his truth and express that part of him. So I I, I always found that admirable. Um, to go out there and do the things you're doing. And I know we're going to get into that part of it, mm. but I, I, I want to ask, you know, on behalf, you know, of everyone that may have those questions. Uh, so for you, Kev, like what tools did you, have you taken in your life? Cause as long as I've known you, you've always been upbeat. Like we're human. We have moments. We know we have moments where, where things push us. You know, we're not gonna go there. Kevin, we, I'm man, not talking about. We're not gonna talk about that, brother. Look, you know, when sometimes you know you, you're not your best self, but you try. Right. But, um, hey, look, that's all we can do. Yeah, so yeah, we'll bring some stuff people, out. You, 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 right, yeah, you know. <laughs> so whole another story for yeah, another man. podcast type. But um <laughs> But yeah, like in those moments, like for you through throughout the development, I always mm-hmm. I was always fascinated by what kept you going. And me and my healing, where I'm at in my life, understanding the affirmations and importance of what that looks yeah. like, mantras and building those things. What yeah. was that like for you? Because I'm sure you have these, you, you have your more, you have your your standards of what helps you stay yeah. in line with yourself, especially in a moment when things have been difficult and when you were making those decisions to move away from everyone. Because of course we were all worried, man. I'm like, I, but I, I felt I was like, you're, you're going to be fine. Mm, my brother i love you worried about you but i know you got this so in you if you didn't believe it no one else none of us could have so in you what what was it that when you knew it was time for you to make that move and what steps and methods did you learn along the way that you've kept with you since that time to now that's been you're consistent for you because you've been down there for some years now Mm. brother you've been down there for years it's a great question yeah um before I answer that question, I also want just everyone to, to know this on the podcast. So before I left, right, before I left, um, and he didn't have to do this. He did not have to do this. And I, I even financially, I know I could have done it. And he knew I could do it. 
So before I left, um, I was telling Will, I was like, yo, man. And, and, and again, like Will stated, we were working together. Um, and, and again, I, I did leave a career job. You know, I tried to see if they can work it out and it didn't, you know, it didn't work out, which actually in, in, in hindsight was the best thing for me. Um, but when I was going down there, you know, I was like, well, okay, I, I got to have all my packets ready. I got my stuff ready because like, I'm going to need to submit to agents and I need to boom, boom, boom. I need to get all this stuff, you know. And I was like, I need to get these headshots, but I need to get them this week and stuff. And Will comes up to me. He was like, hey, man, I just want to let you know something. He's like, here's, here's the money. Uh, I want you to uh, go ahead and not have to worry about this for your headshots. Mm-hmm. And he gave, he gave me money for my headshots. He didn't have to do it, but he did uh-huh. to look out for me. And I will never forget that, bro. I will never, ever forget that. And it it was, I was so appreciative because I was just like, wow. Like, I mean, obviously we always, Will has proven before that time, like he's had my back. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Vice versa. You know what I'm saying? In more ways than none. But, you know, that was just like, man, it's, it's, so also to answer that question is little moments like that as well to have that little moments that are really big. You know what I'm saying? That's just like, this is not just, okay, here's some money. It's like, here, I believe, and I want to invest in you enough to do basically the unthinkable, you know what I'm saying? And just like, it's to most people, they really can't see that. So for the fact that you were able to do that and then believe in me as a person, I just want to, before we move on, I want to tell you how much I really appreciate that, man. So, you know, I actually still have those headshots. It's it's funny because like, um, you learn things along the way, right? So the guy who get, who did it is one of my boys. I'm not going to say his name, but he's not a headshot photographer, right? But so it's funny because when I got my age, she was like, oh, these headshots are good. So I was like, oh, God. <laughs> 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 but oh, but it's a part of the learning process, <laughs> though, because, you know, at the end of the day, regardless, it wasn't necessarily, especially the blessing that you bestowed upon me, Will, it's like it was good enough to still get that or whatever, but it was the learning process to be like, Oh shoot! Okay, so these are headshots, and these are just okay. I'm just kind of getting the photo, you know, and things like that. So mm. you learn, you learn, yeah. and then I, I don't know if you ever got a chance to. If you ever t- uh, actors do it, like even the big names do it, it's so cool. Where they'll say my first headshot, and then like my headshot now. It's so funny how night and day they are <laughs> as well. So I think about that, but no, but like that first one though, man. Like I will always cherish because I'm like, man, like. You believed in me. Even my homie that took him, I, I appreciate that, you know, but just the fact that you believed in me to be able to do it. And I was just like, wow, like this was me kind of going on this journey from like boy to man in a way. Um, but yeah, what was your question? I'm sorry. I went off on a I'm sorry. What was your question? <laughs> nah, nah. nah, it's all good, brother. I mean, pleasure, uh, you know, what doesn't need to be said is understood. So mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you know, that's, that's just how it is. Appreciate you. And you're doing your thing. You're showcasing your talent to the world. And Absolutely. that's, that's all I wanted you to do. Just go out there, push yourself to believe in yourself. And in all honesty, like it, there's the moments like that, that I hindsight grew too, because mm-hmm. it's allowed me to be as I am today. So thank you too. As you as well, Jay. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. you know, uh, that's a diff- different the topic but um yeah basically those moments are like what you, you kind of described part of it but like uh, my question along the lines too was just uh you know those sort of affirmations for yourself like yeah, through the years yeah. because because you've always been this person in this way that um you've, you've you've had it and it's not to say you haven't had your your trials and tribulations or your moments mm. but what what methods and again those affirmations have you formed for yourself to keep you aligned so that you don't lose your way and you stay true to who you are on your journey 
in this path and passion that you have? Yeah. So um, even before I, I, I get into to some more specifics, I, I, I say along the way, it's definitely been God, you know, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, it's like, no matter what decisions I made, no matter my perspective, things like that, he's always had like held my hand along the way to be like, nah, like you're good. You know what I mean? Like lowest of lows, high as a high. He's like, mm-hmm. nah, you're good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I want to give the almost thank to him. Thanks to him for everything along my career, my life in general and stuff. I, I really do. And I'm not just saying that just to say it, it really has been, been him. Um, and, you know, thinking as far as like career wise and stuff, I am very fortunate, and I say that as humbly as possible, to have gotten to a point where I say, F what you think about me, I'm going to be me, and I'm going to be me to the fullest. Because so many years as a kid, I was like, had, had this dream, but I was like, you know, tense. Mm-hmm. So many years, I've, you know, and I don't like being told no. Ever since a child, I don't like being told no. So I was always a guy that kind of, went against like opposition, you know what I mean? And like, you know, my my mother raised lions. So, you know what I mean? So even in that, like, you know, it's just like, I, I've always kind of had that. And that's not to say that I didn't have my lowest lows. I've had some low points in my life. And, you know, even, even last year, you know, being 2020, I mean, everybody was just feeling this thing in this world. You're like, Oh my gosh, you know, so that's not to say that, but it's, I got to a point, ma'am, and I want everyone to like, you know, that's listening and, and watching this to really, you know, take heed to this, that, you know, I got to a point in my life where I said, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to do. Obviously, yes, you're, you're, you get to a point where you know who you are, you, you own it and that's who you are, but also you're humble and have the humility enough to say, I'm able to grow within that, but just the, who I am, I like, for example, so in this case, me being an actor, I'm an actor, I want to be an actor. When you make those decisions and you know full force of who you want to be in this world, and when you say, I don't care about the outside opinions of who tells me what to do and things like that, the world has no choice but to bend to the will of who you are. And Mm -hmm. so thinking that me being an actor, right, you know, it's interesting to hear the perspectives of those around me, even those who love you, because sometimes people don't realize that when they love you, they want the best for you, but sometimes they don't even realize that they're not supporting you, right? So being this guy who like, okay, you know, like, you know, okay, Kevin, those, those plays were awesome. Hey, that's great fun. And, you know, this is awesome. You know, oh, Kevin, you got this degree now. We're so proud. Now you can go off and you can get your master's. And no, this is actually what I want to do. So then it gets that worry and stuff. And then it's like, oh, wait, wait, why are you? And then you start hearing conversations sometimes afterwards, you know, because at first everyone's like, oh, well, that's the thing he wants to do. And then it's like, oh, no, actually, that's the thing he's, he's doing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The narrative starts to shift and the, the tone of everyone else around you has no choice because that's who you are. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I think about even times where... Mm-hmm. Like my, um, you know, I, I remember my grandmother, it's funny because I didn't even realize that she said it. She goes, you know, one thing I respect about you, this was, I, I already had moved down here and stuff like, so I was making stuff happen. And she was like, you know, one thing I respect about you is that even before you moved and you were in college, you were doing plays and stuff, you never said people that to told people that you were trying to, and you were an aspiring actor. You were, you were a, you were trying to do some things like that. You would actually politely correct them too and say, no, I, I actually am an actor. I am this and that. And so, mm-hmm. you know, 
And that type of verbiage, that type of, of, of narrative that you have for yourself, because even when you're trying, that's putting you in a box. I guess we all know we're pursuing, but when you own who you are and you own what you do, that's what it is. And it's funny because it's in the artistry and I can go off on a tangent with this, you know, when, when things that are, that seem unattainable, people like to put boxes around because it fits their narrow mindset for what they think of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, oh, you're doing that little job, that little business, you're still doing that acting thing. Right. Nobody says that until they see the reapings of your blessings. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a perfect example of this. And, you know, it's uh, it's interesting. It's funny because um, Al, um, uh, who, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'll just say Al. Let's just put it that way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I uh, he had told me before I left Maryland, uh, he said, told me to my face, he goes, who are you, supposed to be like Will Smith or something? And I was like, yeah, something like that. You know, when I said my goodbyes to people mm-hmm. and things. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, People from that inner circle, I got hit by probably like 20 people from that inner circle, which is hilarious because to me, it was just like when, when I was, had my role in Falcon Winter Soldier, small, small. But the thing was, and that's the other thing, people see the success, right? They didn't know about the plays that I had before about that. They didn't know about the, the class that I was taking. They didn't know about the other roles that I even booked. People, everyone thought, oh, fucking Warner Souls is your first role, right? No, mm-hmm. it's not. I did other things, but when it's on the high, high level mm-hmm. of success, then people are like, oh, I get it now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's for the things that they feel are unattainable. So again, I, so I, with that, I say, I had to have that narrative to say, this is who I am. This is what I want to do and not let the outside opinions weigh me down because I will tell you something. My boy said this before. You will never see a successful person tell you you can't do something. The only people that are that will tell you, you can't do something are people one that are too afraid to try or people who've allowed themselves to fail because even failure is only failure when you allow yourself to fail exactly. and you quit. You yeah, see what I'm saying? So yeah. Um, and, and, and that's where, you know, my mindset was that. So even now, man, I'll I'll tell you, man, a lot of actors, I'm nowhere near where I want to be. Right. But I put in my mind, I knew this at a very young age, I'm going to be, I'm going to make my dreams come true and I'm going to be big. Like, and I say that humbly, right. But I know where I want to go and I know what I need to do to get there. Right. But with that thought, it's been a level of comfort within myself. Right. Because. When I go to these auditions and stuff, I'm human. Yeah, there are certain roles, dang, I wish I got, or man, I could have got it. I was up for this series regular on this show that would have changed my life, you know, things like that. It's like, you have these things, but when it's like, dang, but I'm good. I see so many people even in this industry that they don't, I don't think they fully believe or they don't, they don't really have that. And like I said, I know God's my anchor and I'm very fortunate of that. But also it's that idea that I know that where I'm going to be. And nothing is going to stop that. The issue is, quote unquote, is when. And if I can get past that issue and really exercise patience and excuse me, believe in that, yeah, everything else is alleviated. So if I, I'll audition, you know, I'll make tactical decisions, switching agents and things like that to be able to get ahead. But because you have to be proactive about what you want to do, but I never fear. Still to this day, I never fear. Huh. What if I don't make it? 
You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, things pop in your head, you know, but it's gone, you know? And I think that's a very comforting comforting feeling, excuse me. Some people might say it's cockiness or whatever. I, I strongly disagree. I just think that when you want something, you have to own it. Yeah, You have to own it on all levels. You have to be proactive about it. Like, even as I'm saying this, there are other avenues within this that I need to do better in. And um, and that's also the humility of saying that I, I know where, I'm, I, where I need to be. I know where I'm going to be. But I need to also take the steps in between. I need to do this. I'm doing this right, but I'm lacking over here. And this is where I need to change and so on. So. Yes, I know that. I'll, I'll be rapping, y'all, so I apologize. That, that, was, a, that <laughs> was a fantastic answer. Look, this is the place to do it. This yeah. is the place to drop these gems. Hey, this is the Acromus Podcast. This is, exact, this is the exact community that needs to hear this, man. Absolutely. Jeez, look, the one thing I heard from what you said is it, what I took away from it is, is about what life is, right? Mm. We're only here for a few years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we as humans do not last long. Even in my phone, every single morning before I get out of bed, I have, I may die tomorrow. Yes. You, you said that for years. I had it for years. <laughs> wow. Because it reminds me wow. that this is all temporary. Yeah. So everything that has to be done will be done today. We are who we already are. We're fulfilling our destiny as we go. For, exactly as you said, forget the outside yeah. noise. Yeah. They can't see your dream. They can't see your vision. Only you can. And you put that into the best words for our community to hear just now. So I appreciate you saying that. Absolutely. Because that is that is exactly what we needed to hear. That's yeah. exactly what they needed to hear. And for some of the other actors or actor people who are deciding that they want to go that route but haven't made that leap yet, similar to where you used to be, what advice do you have to them? Oh, man. Um. And and you know him too, uh, uh, Will. Uh, Josh, Josh said some of the best advice to me, man, before I moved down. And and yeah, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, and, and this is a story as well as just to just to kind of. So he said to me, embrace the uncomfortable, mm-hmm. embrace it. And I tell, and no matter if you're acting or whatever you want to do, embrace the uncomfortable. Because things are going to probably feel uncomfortable down there. People you probably might do things that you don't want to do or you feel uncomfortable doing whatever, but embrace it. And it stuck to me. It still sticks to me to this day, especially if there's more. I'm like, oh my God, so I'm feeling, you know what? Screw it. You never know. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. So get this. Third day I'm down here in Atlanta. I just moved in, things like that. My, uh, my homegirl who I did, you know, college with, and um, junior, junior college with, uh, we were in some plays together and everything. Um, she lived in Chattanooga. She went to her undergrad in Chattanooga and then she was in Nashville for her um, graduates, right? Um, and uh, she's doing very well, by the way. She just got, you know, a, uh, a deal from Sony for a movie. So oh, wow. shout out to Sydney. Yeah, You're doing fantastic, Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's funny because it, she told me, uh, she was like, hey, I know you're moving down to Atlanta. I want to come see you. You're closer to me now. Let's hang out. And I also have my buddy who's who lives in Atlanta too. And you know, I want everyone to come. Let's all meet up. We'll we'll, we'll hang out and stuff like that, right? <laughs> well, it's funny. City didn't know that Nashville was like five hours away. So I was, she said that. I was like, all right, gonna come down. So then she was like, oh, actually, I'm, I didn't realize how far it was. I'm gonna come and I'm gonna circle back and I'll stay in Chattanooga and we'll, we'll have it that way or whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. So long story short, she wasn't able to come, but she said, hey, you and my friend should link up. Now, before I tell the story, um, 
time, place, people and everything have, I think, have a purpose sometimes in your life. Sometimes some people are vessels. And I don't mean that in a negative way at all. Sure. Um, some people are vessels. Me and this guy never hung out after this point. I tried, but, you know, it just never worked out. And it was what it was. But this is this is what happened. So we link up. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go because I was like, gosh, I don't want to. It's like meeting a friend of a friend. Like, you know, I don't know this guy. And like, you know, and I'm very personable. I'm very, I'm a very big people person. But I was kind of like, I don't really know who he is. And she's not here to kind of bridge that gap. So, but then I was like, embrace the uncomfortable, Kevin. Mm. Embrace the uncomfortable. You want to build a team down here. You want to build a level of people down here to create and, and move forward in his career. Embrace the uncomfortable. Mm. So we met up at this place. Also, I have not been back at this place either, which is it's a great place too. So um, meet up at this place, me and him are talking and vibing, right? And great time, great, you know, everything. And he mentions something. He goes, I like going to coffee stops like this because you just never know who you'll meet, all right? So these two women sit down next to us and obviously we've been talking about film and things like that. And so um, this one woman says, uh, so are you guys into, uh, into film? And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, we're into film. She just Okay. And I was like, are you in the film? <laughs> she was like, <laughs> I'm not, but my son is. And her son is actually, um, he's on Insecure. Uh, he plays Nathan, not Nathan on Insecure. What's his name? Um, here, I, I, I got to look it up because I don't want to, I don't want to mess, mess his name up. He's a great dude. Great dude. Uh, gosh, hold up. Hold up. Here we go. It's coming up. It's coming up. Uh, he played Daniel. Um it's, uh, I think his uh, his name is uh, Ian uh, Noel. I'm probably I'm probably butchering his name, uh, but uh, he played uh, Daniel in Insecure, wow. and um, so I was like, oh! And then at that time, he was the lead of the he was going to be the lead of the new Purge movie. So I was like, okay, crazy. And I was like, oh, it's kind of wild. So it gets even better. She goes, I'm not. My son is. She tells me who her son is. She goes, but she is the one who she's sitting across from. I said. Hi, what's your name? What do you do? She goes, my name is Jackie Birch. I am a casting director. Now, just so a lot of people might not know, but my film folks know who she is. But let me just read off a couple of, uh, of uh, titles that Jackie Birch has, uh, has done, okay? And this, again, is not to, you know, this is very coming very humbly. This is just to bring yeah, attention to no, embracing the uncomfortable yeah. How, yeah. yes the connections die hard yeah coming to america the breakfast club uh I, I, what else what else she she do uh um uh, i know she did uh predator uh, i think one and two she also <laughs> did uh like uh, basically every big 80s movie you can think of oh my she God. did Amazing. You know what I'm saying? Amazing. Like legendary <laughs> movies, you Look know. God, and, huh? Wow. And, right. Amen. Amen. And it's Amen. funny because not only did I meet her, um, it was also funny, another funny story. This other, so we I told her, I was like, yo, we literally just said you never know who you can beat in these places. So she laughed about it, ha ha ha. Then this other uh woman comes and sits down and we laugh and we're like, you know, she definitely looked like she had this certain look. And I was like, we said, Hey, are you an actress? And she was like, yeah, I am. How'd y'all know? We were like, wait, what? <laughs> so there's a show, The Haunting of Hill House, and um, she was one of the, the lead sisters in the show, and her husband was like the show creator. So we were oh, like, wow. we literally just made this whole joke. This is my third day in LA, and I'm like, what in the world is going on here? What is happening? I was like, when I take the stars online and stars line, I was like, God, yes, I know I'm supposed to be here now. I was like, thank <laughs> you. I appreciate it. And um, Jackie also, and this is another thing too, um, 
Jackie linked me up with my first agent and I was with her for three and a half years. I just left her, but she linked me up with my first agent, Susan, who gave me a chance. She said, now, granted, you, your stuff was, was, was pretty good. Now, I, I had what I, I did my research. I remember being at work, Will, as you know, yeah. doing research I, as well and trying to figure out how can I best tackle it. So when the opportunity came, which it did, I had my SHIT together. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and then did. it was yeah. like, boom, you know. And so whenever that happened, it was just kind of crazy. And she said, I want to let you know, Jackie likes you. And because she goes, obviously you had your stuff in order and I like it and all, but she goes, I'm really giving you a chance because Jackie likes you. And I was like, okay, thank you. And that's was what led to, you know, my, my career, you know, going from that point on the film side of the industry and me and Jackie are still friends to this day. She lives like not too far mm-hmm. from me. I go over her house from time to time, all the time. So it, Shout out to Jackie. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for all the great Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Miss Jackie. Classic. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Life changed with all those movies. Let me tell you. Yes. Oh my yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, and, and just putting it there, you couldn't, you wouldn't have met Jackie if you didn't leave when you did, if you do, if yep. you weren't in that location when you were, all of those things aligned because you decided you were going to take a risk. You were going to take a chance on yourself. You were going to follow your dreams, forgetting what anybody else has said about what you have yep. to do. And, the, and, and because you did that, because you did that, your destiny is continuing to be fulfilled right before your eyes. So if that is not evidence, ladies and gentlemen, I don't even know what it is. I mean, the way yeah. I see it is, you believe and you know you are so damn worth it. Mm. You know that, mm. and uh, you live it, you breathe it every single day, and you produce it every second of your yeah. life. Wow! And uh, you are constantly in your nail. Mm. You've arrived yes. in that place, and that's what you live. And mm. that, and you know, that is a place that uh, I would hope everyone would aim and aspire to be in, because yes. really, that's all we have. That's all. We so have. again, just you know, just just taking a moment to recap on that, like the the journey along the way from, from, from childhood to the insecurities that you're boxed into in the world and uh, learning with time and, and effort to, to break free of those chains, to manifest your reality, to be what it is you seek it to be for you, mm-hmm. as you said, and then grow along the way. Personally, as we had the pleasure of knowing you in different Absolutely. ways of our lives yep. and observing that growth, to the point that you were ready to leap to make the sacrifice to choose you first to love yourself mm. because that's what you did yep. you provided self-care with time effort and patience mm-hmm. groomed yourself so when the reality of what was inevitable to come had came you were ready for your moment absolutely and in being ready for your moment you've been able to showcase it i always say it, i always say it to you showcase your talents to the world kev and you are you've been doing it yeah. and like something i don't even know if we had a t- chance to chat on that before kev but i've, I've at, at different times i've had people who, who who know that you're you know one of my best friends that like they're like hey i seen him like in a geico commercial or <laughs> i've seen him like uh yeah like in a falcon like yeah. i've seen I've been, I've been seeing i'm like yeah he's been doing his thing check this out too mm-hmm. like yeah this, this, yeah. Is, this wasn't just a nail you know yeah. but people what i'm saying to say is people always are watching is what mm-hmm. i'm learning in life people mm-hmm. always watch whether mm-hmm. they say it or not and they and you have people who and whether they support or not too yes yeah yes yep. all that plays a role yeah and and you know that's what you you've been exuding that part of you to the world and and it's beautiful to hear 
uh, it come full circle to where it's where it was at that point in the beginning of your journey and where you're headed to right now, man. So mm-hmm. just big praise, shout out to you. Just wanted to recap that as well as we're going along with this because it's important to recognize one thing that happened along the way through that process, consistency and providing the stepping stones Kev needed to get him to where he decided he wants to be. And he's in his now. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And, and I think, and I think also too, like one thing I can say, uh, and again, it's uh, when you're in your space and you know where you're going and things like that, it's also like, like I said, being able to grow in the moments and things like that. So I'll tell you, man, like right now, I just took on a full-time job. Now, when I left a full-time job, I was like, you know, leaving the whole career thing. Right. I was very blessed, very, very blessed to have had jobs that were in the film industry in some, some capacity. Um, I was a tour guide and wore a lot of different hats at at an establishment called Atlanta movie tours. Um, The best people and family I've ever worked with, you know, um, excluding you will. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But but no, it it was just like, you know, it, it was such a fantastic place. I mean, that's my family, you know, and, and, you know, I, the best bosses I've ever worked under, like they really do care about people. And, you know, then I was also working as a uh, audition coach as well um, at another establishment with some other phenomenal bosses. And, you know, then it's like COVID hits. Right. And then you're like, wow, my system, my life was shaken. You know what I mean? And also I was in a space where it's like, no, I was not nearly making nearly as much money. Sometimes I was penny pension and things like that. And I was always paying my rent and stuff, but it was like, you know, yeah, money got tighter, you know, I'm not able to do certain things and so on and so forth. But one of the things that now I'm in, right. And I had to check myself the other day. So I just got hired on another job. I'm not going to go into the details of what the job is, but I was recruited from, you know, someone who does PR for Atlanta movie tours. And it's interesting, man, because, you know, obviously it's like a job, right? It's a full-time salary job, right? And here's the perspective, which is kind of interesting. It's not in the film industry. It's not really what I want to do. So sometimes I'm like, okay, it's a full-time job, you know? But you know what, though? Humility comes in because, like, I'm making the most money at a job that I've ever made, right? I am, you know, uh, it came at a time where I needed money, especially after 2020 hit and then funds are, are cut and things like that. You know what I mean? So not only did I just get a job that was paying the bills, you know, that when needed, but it also was tenfold, like you're going to make the most money. So I had to catch myself because I remember times where I was like washing dishes, you know, for work, people looking down on me, it's like, oh, you're, you know, you're just a dishwasher, things like that, you know, and, you know, then I, I had to kind of catch myself, I'm just like, there's no conflict of, because honestly, it's like this, I'm at a point too in my life where, yes, I, I own this, and this is what it is, this is the dream, mm-hmm. if anything, co- like, conflicts that, I'm just, it's, it's going to be pushed to the side, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. I'd say that securely, but mm-hmm. there's no conflict. So why am I creating a conflict in my head to be like, oh, well, I could be doing mm-hmm. something creative right now. I could be doing this, whatever. So I had to really push, you know, change my perspective. And I caught myself. And then even so, um, speaking with Marco about it, uh, I know you, mm-hmm. you know Marco as well, uh, yeah. Will. Uh-huh. And, you know, talking to, you know, uh, I, was, I was talking to my girlfriend's father as well. And, you know, 
the thing is, is during these journeys, you know, we also need to see what's around us, right? Mm-hmm. When things are going well and when things aren't not going well, mm-hmm. what are we able to learn? What are we able to see around here? What are we building during that space, right? I told Marco, I was like, Marco, I said, you know, I realized that as I'm managing all these people, I don't like being a manager for stuff I'm not passionate about. I'm a natural leader. So obviously there's that, but I'm like, I don't like, and then he told me, he says, I'm very <laughs> profound. He was like, well, maybe your lesson is to be a more effective leader and you will learn these things on the soil that you're at now. So when it comes to time to, you know, direct and do what you really love, some of the lessons that you learn in this season will then relate to that. And I was like, wow, you know, I really need to change perspective. So, and then also I'm just like, bro, things are going well. Like, why are you, why are you creating, comp- like, shut up. Like, <laughs> really? like, what are you doing? Like, you know, you eat now, you eat now. So it's like, well, you need to relax, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, and I just started this job too. So it's like, yes, is there an adjustment? Yes, is there time management that needs to happen? You know, am I able just to drop of the hat and just, okay, I can do an audition? No, maybe it's, I need to be tactical about it, right? I'm gonna do this time, this time, go through here. Maybe you'll lose sleep, bro. I tell you this much, last night, I had knocked out an audition, had to knock out part of it. The, the one part of it I wasn't ready for and I didn't have a wardrobe change for yet. I went this morning, boom, woke up early, submitted it. Um, I had my boy record it. I forgot one part, had to go back. And all this was before work this morning. I was tired. I'm, I'm tired now, right? After this, I have two more auditions I gotta go through, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, how are you able to balance it, right? What are you learning in the process, right? Maybe right now is a season of hustle. I spent 2020 not doing anything. I got really lazy. You know what I'm saying? You know, I I got and I felt kind of into that lazy. Now God's like, you you were made to hustle and you hustle. So now it's a hustle season. And so now it's, you know, I need to do that, you know. And, and if that's the that's the uh the burden I have to bear, then what am I learning while I'm here? I'm not I'm not I'm gonna try not to complain about it. I'm gonna look around. And see what's here. Even this right now, and, and me talking about it verbally, it's, it's, it's helping me to be like, oh, this is what I'm learning right now. Okay, yeah. mm, this is wow. perspective, and especially in filmmaking too. Life is perspective, man. Like you know, uh, even if it's just sitting there on the side of a bench and watching, you know, somebody slap somebody on the head. I mean, it's like, oh, this is great storytelling. Interesting turn of events. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Great storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I look, I think I think that's very important, especially for those who are now getting into acting or want to take that route or just they're in entrepreneurship or they want to do something other than where they are today. I think it's very important to have perspective. It's mm-hmm. very important to understand where you're going and know that you can build the skills where you are now to prepare you for where you're going to be. And I think when a lot of people think about that, rather than trying to rush to that destination, mm-hmm. it'll allow them to really hone their skills and be grateful about where they are now. Because where you are now is not where you were a few years ago. You've made progress. And as long as you sit there and you realize that you have, you'll be able to sit down and take in everything around you and, and, and be gracious for all the things that you've been able to, to accomplish thus far. Yeah, what I would say, I sum that up in my personal day to day is the joy in the journey, mm. um, you know, just finding the joy in the simple things uh, and acceptance into where you are so that you can grow through what you're going through, mm. uh, albeit things that may not be uh, what you would consider to be the best of outcomes. Uh, it's an experience one way or the other. And uh, as we learned uh, from, a, from a previous guest before, uh, I learned personally from Charlene, shout out to you. 
I love you dearly. Uh, do not feel harm when harm has not been done to you. Mm. And uh, in that process is what you are learning and have learned on your journey um, so that you can reel yourself in to check yourself because that's what you did. You mm. reevaluated, uh, you analyzed yourself and you spoke truth into you so that you remain who you are. Mm. And that's, that's beautiful. Like that's, that's not an easy thing to do to, to, to be real with yourself, to remember, to remember your past doesn't restrain you from your future, but to embrace parts of it, to remember where you were. So you don't lose your ways to who you are now as you go in, you know, on your journey through life. So that's, that's, that's dope. That's amazing. Wow. Absolutely. And look, Okay, I, I, I know you're a busy man. I know you're out there grinding, as you said. Each grinding. and every day you're doing something. What are you getting into now? What projects do you have coming? Wow. Um, so, so a couple of things. I am, um, we had uh, shot the uh, zombie film, which did very well in the, uh, or Living Dead. Zombie uh, Living Dead. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Living Dead um, yeah. film that we, uh, that did very well in the, uh, film festival circuit um we actually did a boxing movie called champ that um is in the film festival circuit right now um we actually just won best drama actually for the uh um film festival of the south um film festival um just last week so that was a blessing congratulations Um, wow yeah thank you thank you um i will be uh i I, it's been a while since i've worn my directing hat i've been doing a lot of like producing and kind of like I'm very much like a like a liaison, like I'm just kind of being like I'm a fixer where I've been like on the side, like, all right, here's what needs to happen. Do it, boom, 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 boom. Now you do it. I don't need to do it. You do it. Here's how it happens, you know. Um, but now I actually be wearing my directing hat, but I'm also gonna be directing and acting. I am I do have a co-director, which is my buddy Peter, um, who I, we will be co-directing together, but just being wearing that directing hat again. Um this is coming during a busy time of my, my life right now. This is coming, you know, a lot quicker as well. So there's a lot with that. Um, so again, learning and, and testing stuff in the journey and believe it or not, uh, this morning, I just got booked, uh, for a role in, in another TV show. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I happened this morning. So that, that was, yeah. that was cool. Um, and, and, and I'll tell you guys, it's, um, and this kind of, this will relate to everybody. It's just something that, um, my acting teacher, who was a dear friend of mine, um, but also, uh, and Tim Phillips is his name. Um, so Tim, if you're watching this, I got you, I got you. Uh, <laughs> um, but he quotes uh, Brian Cranston, who says, you audition for the career, not your job, right? Mm-hmm. So just giving some perspective here, and this can be taken in so many different ways. Um, this uh, particular show that I auditioned for, auditioned once, a small little part, kind of whatever. Um, then I had another part, you know, and I did the I did the work for each one, right? And then I got director requested for uh, one scene, uh, which they were like, "Hey, we we want him to audition for this. We're going to give this character a name too, which could be like I can maybe come back or whatever." And then I was director requested for something else, right? Now again, understanding industry and stuff like that, I was like, "I know this one. I don't fit because I'm too young, but I'm going to do the work. I'm going to do the work." Because now I recognize they're trying to place me. I mean, the thing is, it's like, you know, and Tom Hardy talked about this too. He was like, you know, whether you're, uh, you're acting for $5, no money, or for a multi-million you know, dollar set, you do the work no matter what. So I did it. And then it's interesting because I got, but the fact is I did two to get the director request. Then they requested me again, trying to figure out where I was at. And then 
I just got booked for the show. So in life as well, no matter what you're doing, sometimes it's not what's in front of you that you're that you're doing. Maybe it's that guy over there, or that woman over there that's watching you and sees something in you that didn't give you this. Maybe it's what I did at my last job, why our PR rep was like, I think I know the person for this that needs to do this. That's Kevin. He needs to do this. So it's not always what's in front of you sometimes. And I think that that's we're humans. We also live in an instant gratification society. So mm-hmm. when we're looking at things, we want, okay, if I give you $5, I am going to get this bubble gum, right? You know, but it's hard sometimes when someone's like, if I got to give you this $5, maybe in 10 years, this will turn to 5000 you know, and that's mm-hmm. where the issues are, right? You Very know, where sometimes we just got to just do it do the work all times, have the positive attitude all the times. Yes, we're human. Sometimes we have our days and things like that. But from there, we need to trust and know that things will be what they will be. And it might not be on our time, which is the hard thing to, uh, yeah, the parts will to, to follow or to swallow, excuse me. So, um, that's true. It's a good, that's a good, good pointer. Things that yeah. not work on our time because mm. The time we're given is borrowed as it is. Yep. So it goes back to being in your nail. That's why that's so imperative. That's so life. imperative. Man. Wow. That's so imper- man, good stuff. Good stuff, Kev. Man, so oh, many gems you've dropped. Man. Yeah, I look <laughs> wow. this thing up and dicing it up and slicing it and producing. <laughs> there are a lot of gems in this. This is one. amazing. <laughs> I'm amazing. an old yeah. man. <laughs> I learned a lot in my day. <laughs> hey, you are look, you're a great storyteller. You're a great human being, man. Absolutely. I felt like I've learned more about you in about an hour than I have already known the past five, wow. six years. Wow. Honestly, I promise you that, man. And wow. again, it wow. has been an absolute pleasure having you on your Chromas podcast this Absolutely. season. But before we go, of course, mm-hmm. how can the beautiful people of the Chromas podcast and Kevin's world find you? Yes. Oh, well, um, I am on pretty much all social media platforms, pretty much as Kevo, K-E-V-O underscore the actor. Very straightforward. Uh, <laughs> so uh, and then, of course, on uh, Facebook, I'm Kevin Saunders. Uh, I have an IMDb as well, too. If you look up Kevin Saunders, I think I'm Kevin Saunders number four. But I'm going to Kevin Saunders number one. All right. You know, to be Kevin Saunders. Can I say four? You know what I'm It's in the future. <laughs> uh, hopefully they do this one well. Uh, <laughs> actually, I don't know if I can be in the MCU anymore. I was, I've been having this talk a lot with people. They're like, can you be in the MCU anymore? I'm like, well, how things are going now? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I don't know because, uh, you know, I'm already in it. So, yeah. Speaking into existence. Absolutely. Know. Who would have thought you'd be in that universe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. Like, think about it. That's actually something that's, that's so inc- funny. Like, small part, whatever. Three years ago, if you would have came up to me and slapped me on the side of my head and been like, hey, you're going to be an MCU, I'd have been like, why are you slapping me? <laughs> are you somebody that's like, are you from the future? And then, you know, I Shout out ran the off and scared. Yep. You know what I mean? For those that can't see it on Spotify, <laughs> I see the Back, oh, yeah, back to the Future right poster there. in the background. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. these yeah, are my yeah, roommate's posters. He's a big movie buff. Love so, it. Back, Love it. Both franchises, by the way, I had not actually seen all all the movies like in their entirety yeah. until uh, this year. Or, excuse me, 2020, 2020, we we mm-hmm. I watched them. I fell in love with Back to the Future. Back oh, to it's, it's a classic. It is an oh, amazing. Oh, so classic. good, especially one of the favorites, all time favorites. Yes, 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 yes. Air Monarchs. 
Yeah. Not, yeah. Not Air Monarchs. <laughs> no, no, what do they call Air Mags? Air Mags. Air, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Air, Air Monarchs are the, are the dad shoe. God, Air Monarchs. <laughs> I got to buy one of those, man. Look, again, Kev, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on your Chromas podcast this week. Thank you. In case, in case there are some people who are just joining the podcast, we're going to go pretty easy on them. You know, I always get frustrated with people who've always been watching, especially 35 weeks in, and they still don't know how to spell our name. Sorry. A-C-H-R-O-M-O-U-S. Straight like that. YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok. Ladies and gentlemen, we are everywhere. And if you are watching this on YouTube, like, subscribe, hit that notification bell so the next time you're on YouTube, you will see the Acromas podcast at the top of your feed, and it will be none other than Mr. Kevin Saunders. Wow, we wow. For next week, next Sunday, we're going to touch base on some timing things. Now, Kev, I Kev know spoke you on talk, it. Hey, he, he spoke, spoke a lot it. about time. A lot of the time that Kev has, a lot of the time, a lot of the risks that he's taken, he's been able to use his time wisely. He's been able to spend his time effectively making connections, making money moves, rising grinding as he does so we are also going to let you know five effective time management strategies five of them Mm. to help you accomplish more with less time ladies and gentlemen you need to tune in next week for episode i'm gonna be tuning in because i need help (laughs) (laughs) i might seem like i got got you (laughs) you are now part of the promise community yes welcome to the community man yeah, thank Look, you. Thank you all again, for having me. Seriously. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's been a pleasure. I can't thank you enough. We are going to have many more conversations because you are going to keep rising. We're going to keep rising. Mm-hmm. We are all going to rise together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll be yeah. seeing Kev again at some oh, point. Oh, yeah. Line, guys. Yeah. Rest I, can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> so, look, until next Sunday, it's your boy, J.H. Gibbons. We'll see. Peace. <laughs>